structuralism. It is an approach to the study of language which con- considers a language to be primarily a system of relations that is the place of every element in language speech sound word etc is defined by the way it relates to other elements in the language in ferdinand de saussure's course in general linguistics written by saussure's colleagues after his death and based on student notes the analysis focuses not on the use of language called parole or speech but rather than the underlying system of the language called lang this approach examines how the elements of language relate to each other in the present synchronically rather than diachronically Saussure argued that linguistic science were composed of two parts a signifier the sound pattern of a word either in mental projection as when one silently recites lines from a poem to oneself or in actual physical realizations as part of a speech act as signified the concept or meaning of word This was quite different from previous approaches that focused on the relationship between words and the things in the world that they de- designate. Other key notions of structural linguistics include paradigm, syntax, and the value through these though these actions were not fully developed in social thought. A structural idealism is a class of linguistic units lexemes morphemes or even constructions that are possible in a certain position in a given linguistic environment which is called the syntax the different functional role of each of these members of the paradigm is called value value in french Saussure's course influenced many linguists between World War I and World War II. In the United States, for instance, Leonard Bloomfield developed his own version of structural linguistics and did Louis Jemislav in Denmark and Alf Sommerfeld in Norway. In France, Antoine Antoine Maillet and emily benvenside emily benvenist continued saucer's project most importantly however members of the prague school of linguistics such as roman jackbon and nikolai trubets koy conducted research that would be greatly influential however by the 1950s saussure's linguistic concepts were under heavy criticism and were soon largely abandoned by practicing linguistics the difference between european and american structuralism American and European structuralism shared a number of features in insisting upon the necessity of treating each language as a more or less coherent and integrated system 
both european and american linguists of this period tended to emphasize if not the ex great the structural uniqueness of individual languages there was specially good reason to take this point of view given the conditions in in which american linguistics developed from the end of the 19th century there were hundreds of indigenous american indian languages that had never been previously described many of these were spoken by only a handful of speakers and if they were not recorded before they became extinct would be permanently inaccessible under these circumstances such linguistics as franz boss died in 1942 were less concerned with the construction of a general theory of a structure of human language than they were with prescribing sound methodological principles for the analysis of unfamiliar languages they were also fearful that the description of these languages would be distorted by analyzing them in terms of categories derived from the analysis of the more familiar indo-european languages after boss the two more most important influential American linguists were Edward Sefir and Leonard Bloomfield like his teacher Boss Sefir was equally at home in anthropology and linguistics the alliances of which disciplines has endured to the present day in many American universities Boss and Sefir were both attracted by the Humboldtian view of the relationship between language and thought but it was felt no one of Sefir's pupils Benjamin Lee or to present it in a sufficiently challenging form to attract wider spread widespread scholarly attention since the republication of Orff's more important papers in 1956 the thesis that language determines perception and thought has come to be known as the orphian hypothesis sefir's work has always held an attraction for the more anthropologically inclined american linguist but it was bloomfield who appeared sorry who prepared the way for the later later phase of what is now thought of as the most distinctive manifestation of american structuralism When he published his first book in 1914, Bloomfield was strongly influenced by the Wundt's psychology of language. In 1933, however, he published a drastically revised and expanded version with the new little language. This book dominated the field for the next 30 years. In it, Bloomfield explicitly adopted a behavioristic approach to study of language eschewing in the name of scientific objectivity all reference to mental or conceptual categories of particular consequence was his adoption of the behavioristic theory of semantic according semantics according to which meaning is simply the relationship between the stimulus and the and a verbal response because sense was still a 
long way from being able to give a comprehensive account of most stimuli. No significant or interesting results could be expected from the study of meaning for some considerable time, and it was preferable as far as possible to avoid basing the grammatical analysis of the language on semantic considerations. Bloomfield's followers pushed even further to attempt uh, develop methods of linguistics analysis that were not based on meaning. One of the most characteristic features of post-Bloomfieldian American structuralism then was its almost complete neglect of semantics. Another characteristic feature one feature one that was to be much criticized by Chomsky was its attempt to formulate a set of discovery procedures procedures that could be applied more or less mechanically to text and could be guaranteed to yield an appropriate phonological and grammatical description of the language of the text. Structuralism in the narrower sense of the term is represented with differences of emphasis or detail in the major American textbook published in 1950s.